Welcome to episode 273 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and Chuck Joyner, he's back. It's two weeks in a row. Glad to have you back, Chuck. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great, uh, David. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I've... If you can't find anybody else, you know, I show up. I pre- I always appreciate, you know, any time that I'm invited. Uh, this 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 was our intended uh, visit this week, but uh, you uh, had to fill in for this guy, Jeff Gamut. But I really appreciate you being here. Uh, hi, Jeff. I'm glad you're back. How you doing? I'm glad to be back, and I'm bummed that I missed last week. I'm glad though that uh, that Chuck was able to fill in. Um, yes. So we had a, yes. we had a really so, good show. So you still had a quality show. We or did, you yes. probably, I, I guess it'd just be better to say, so you had a quality show. <laughs> yes, right. I, I just feel the need to say that no matter what I do, I'll never be able to fill Jeff's underpants. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck, have you tried? Oh, no, no, I'm not going any farther. That's where I'm going to stop. Hold on. <laughs> I have to draw a diagram of this. <laughs> Don't worry. This will only take me a minute. Uh, last but certainly not least, Ben Rathick. So glad, glad to have you here. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great. Ready to talk a little bit about Mac betas on a, on a Thursday night. Right, Absolutely. Ready, Chuck? <laughs> beta, beta, beta. Uh, <laughs> We do have a lot of news to talk about. This was a, quite a busy week, so there's been lots of discussion. And I have like overflow of notes that won't be talked about tonight, but uh, you'll definitely hear about it uh, at, a, at a future time. But uh, yes, we will have to talk about beta just a little bit because uh, uh, we got a new release just hot in the heels of iOS 17 being released. Uh, Chuck and I both have our new iPhone 15 Pro Max, and we're going to give us our first impressions and uh some of the other fun things, but uh, hey, there's going to be a lot more fun. So I'm going to just go jump right into the news for this week. And the first one I had to lead off with is this finely or fine woven iPhone case. Uh, the new fine woven case is, uh, is they're very bad. That's what The Verge says here. Um, what you've heard so far is true. Apple's new fine woven iPhone case and accessories are bad, like really bad. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, they've been puzzled over them for the last week, looking at it from different angles. They really look like they get scratched. They're marred up and they you don't even have more than a week and they're charging 60 bucks for some of these, uh, cases, but you know, I've never been a fan of the iPhone, uh, the, the, the Apple's cases I've, I've given up on them many years ago. I'm not surprised. Uh, Chuck, what's your thoughts on this, this case? I, I don't think I would buy it. Dave, it's funny you said that. I'm not sure I've ever owned an Apple iPhone case. Maybe for the first one, way back when, you know, we were just getting them. But I do not, I I just, I don't. I've always looked for the third-party ones, not just because they're more affordable, but also they offer greater variety and different options and and sometimes completely different feature sets. That said, I have not had my hands on a fine woven case, so I'm a little hamstrung here. but. It's a fabric case. It's fabric. So if you are going to, you know, spill stuff on it, if you're going to rake your fingernails across it, I think there's a real good chance that it's going to mark it. And the fact that anybody is surprised by this surprises me. So I I think the question is going to be in, in three months, six months after use, are these going to just be showing their age like a leather case would? And because it's leather, you accept it. Or are they going to be fraying? 
I, I'm not as I'm not as impressed by the marking. The question in my mind is, will this micro twill? Uh, excurious, excuse me, luxurious micro twill. It is luxurious. Um, <laughs> will it start to fray? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will it start to fray? And then, if that's the case, then it's a failure. Otherwise, I kind of feel like it might be a bit of a failure on the part of the ex- the people having the expectations. Yeah. Ben, have you, uh, did you ever, own, were you, did you ever own Apple cases? I mean, I don't, I just I can't. I mean. I, I'm trying to think, but I, but I've owned iPhones now since the 3GS. So I don't yeah. remember. No, yeah, I go, but, I, mean, I go that far back too. I think I had the 3G. Yeah. But on the ride home today, I was listening to Upgrade with uh, Jason Snell and Mike Hurley. <laughs> and I kind of agree with what they said. Uh, when trying to come up with this replacement for leather called fine woven, uh, the team probably looked at the price point and, you know, the uh, profit margin for Apple and maybe didn't think about uh, kind of the consumer side of it. Yeah. Cause this is not the same quality of case as the leather. Um, you know, I don't know if it's more expensive to produce or what, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you have a not very durable material. You have reports of manufacturing defects in the case shell itself. That's not what I would expect from Apple. That's like what I would expect from like a freaking Dell phone or something. Yeah, exactly. But Jeff, I know you have thoughts. <laughs> I don't know why you'd think that. Um, all right. So with this case, I haven't seen it in person yet, but I have seen lots of photos online and uh, several from the the floor models in Apple stores. And they just have like scratch marks all up and down the back. And it looks like... Um, um, people were just going up to the case and doing like this to it, like they were a cat and just scratching mm-hmm. it, which to me is not a natural thing to expect people to be doing in the real world with these cases. Sure. So I don't think that's a fair representation of the quality of the case right there. Um, however, if it's not durable enough to to stand up under uh, use in a store as a as a floor model, is it going to hold up over time for individual users throwing them into bags, um, dropping them, throwing them into pockets with keys or change or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and part of the reason for Apple switching was because they're trying to do something that's more environmentally friendly. And that's the part that I'm really questioning. Is this actually more environmentally friendly than making a leather case? Because so much of this case is built out of uh, petroleum-based products. Yeah. Not only that, but if they have, uh, a huge ba- uh, backlog of this stuff because it's a terrible product. That's not good for the environment either. Yeah. It's, my feeling is what Apple should have done 
knowing what we know now, which is they're doing this fine woven case thing, mm-hmm. yep. they should have made hemp cases. And I am not kidding. I I really think they could have come up with something really, really solid. And hemp is incredibly durable. There's a reason why why hemp has historically been used for ropes. Um, So super durable. It can be really soft when you need it to to be. And it, it seems to me like the perfect material for something like this. So Apple, maybe next year. Um, yeah. you, you can give us some hemp cases. Yeah, well, absolutely. The thing about hemp, um, it may not be illegal in all jurisdictions. Well, there is that, but it hasn't stopped Apple from releasing products that aren't available around the world. So they could make a hemp case and then release it wherever, wherever it is allowed. And then let the the rest of the market worry about sneaking them in where it isn't. Actually, I was going to ask that question, Ben. So thank you, um, because I, not being a hemp aficionado, <laughs> if if there's if there's a hemp that can be used for rope, then can it be used across the board? And I realize that the kind of, I mean, a rope is not exactly a real. It's not something you want to necessarily hold in your hand for a long time. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the, a, a different type of hemp or different weave or different process. Or it's about the know. weave, really. Okay. And if you if you ever have the opportunity to feel hemp clothing, you wonder why we thought making clothing out of cotton was such a good idea. Because yeah. the hemp clothing is softer and it's much more durable. Yeah. Yep. But I would like to see a third party that tackle this if they're if yes, they're I'm about not. to Google. <laughs> <laughs> well while you're Googling that, let's let move on to the next story here. Uh the uh demand for iPhone 15 has been stronger than the iPhone 14. The pro models are about the same. So this was actually written from Apple Insider from our friend Andrew Orr. Good to see him uh got some good articles here. Uh, the iPhone 15 series has shown some interesting trends rega- regarding wait times and new data indicates that the new pro versions are as popular as the 14 pro model lineup. Uh, in a note to investors that track iPhone availability effectively worldwide, uh, from the UBS evidence lab that was, uh, gotten, they received that information. There's some different trends here. Uh, several days after post-launch data showed that wait times were for the low end 15 models are longer than t- are longer than 2022, but on the other hand, uh, the waits for pro models have been slightly shortened. But that does, but that doesn't make sense to me because I, 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 I use this app and look, and I also look in other articles here that the uh, demand is very high because I went to Apple's website to see, hey, what's gonna? Well, let me go buy an iPhone 15 Pro Max and see what the availability is. It's going on to almost mid to late November at this point, and wow. we're in uh, and we're end of September here, so. And, and then you go look at the 15 and the 15 plus, no problem. You can get, you can get the one next day. So I think the pro and the pro max really uh, showed that they were very, very popular. Um, what do you think, Jeff? Um, yes, but what's the possibility that uh, this is actually a component issue? Could be. And, and, uh, and what appears to be stronger demand, I mean, I think it actually is stronger demand, but um, 
it doesn't uh, rule out the possibility that some of the components that are exclusive to the pro line are uh, uh, less available. No, possible. Very possible. What do you think, Chuck? Uh, sort of echoing what Jeff said, you know, I, you have to wonder if there are supply chain issues, there are component availability issues. It, it just goes back to the same old thing, though. I think if you're if you are set on having an iPhone Pro or Pro Max, you're probably not going to buy an iPhone, uh, regular iPhone or a or regular iPhone Max. Say that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're definitely not going to go and get an Android phone. I'm sorry. There's just that science fiction. Oh, so, true. you know, I. I it doesn't mean Apple shouldn't strive to try to deliver things mm-hmm. and improve the supply chains, improve their their predictions, but it's still an, an awfully nice problem to have, and I think it's it's being it's being pumped up by the media as this this negative, when in fact it really shows the strength of things, especially the 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 the, uh, the appetite for the upper end, and that which equals more expensive phone. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Ben? Um, Personally, I'm not surprised. Um, There's probably a lot of people like me who are sitting on a 12 Pro Max that uh, it was too good, still too good to upgrade last year. Uh, But there's enough in the 15 Pro Max, especially with the uh, lighter case that it might be enough to draw what has been an excellent phone for three years out of our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's go and move on to the next story here. iClouds, uh, the website uh, to get to iCloud.com was updated with the, all the uh, OS updates that came out this past week, uh, including Sonoma, which was released actually a Monday or Tuesday as we record this. Um, so alongside the launch of all three of the major OSs, iOS 17, iPad OS 17, and, Ma- and Mac OS Sonoma, Apple did update its iCloud website with design changes and some of the new features that came along in the software updates. Uh, Apple, uh, Apple says that uh, the iCloud homepage is, is now customizable where, with options for specific folders, for notes, a specific mailbox from the mail app, favorite photos, and more. Tiles are now interactive, so you can uh, also do things like mark a reminder as complete, archive email, and all kinds of stuff. They really have just made some really vast improvements. Uh, Links in the show notes, of course, of the article. I won't go through everything that they did, but uh, uh, looks like they've really done a really good job of revamping this site and making it even more user-friendly. What do you think, Ben? Absolutely. It's it's always good for the user if the site's reaches feature parity with the OSs, yeah. um, especially if you're a Mac user who has to use iCloud.com in a Windows environment. Yeah, Windows for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jeff? I rarely use the iCloud website, uh, but when I do, every time there's something new and improved. So I'm glad that Apple continues to iterate and improve this. Mm-hmm. I have Absolutely. a question, though, for for all of you since i have up that thank you there we go now we can move on no um since <laughs> and i know this this is uh ios not mac os show i oh, have not updated to uh 
to Mac OS wine country this week because, right. because I need um, a mail suite for uh, Apple mail to work. And that doesn't in Sonoma, it's Apple's fault, not anyone else's. Right. Um, but one of the things that's supposed to was supposed to happen when you update to iOS 17 and Sonoma is that uh, uh, your Apple ID automatically uh, switches over to using a passkey and uh, or at least getting a passkey assigned to it. Have any of you seen that on any of your devices? Mm-hmm. Um, nope. So I, had to do I it wonder manually. what's up with that. Yeah. I have not upgraded, so I obviously haven't seen it. Yeah. And I haven't, I've upgraded Sonoma on some machines. That's not my primary machine, though. So I wonder if it waits until your primary machine is updated or if they didn't actually do it or if it's a thing that was set up and then we're just not being told about it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would like to, to experience using Apple's passkey, uh, system on my iPhone just to see how it works. Even though I'm a one password user, this would be a great way to to try that out. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you this, it works great with other sites. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I used it with PayPal the other day. It worked great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Chuck? What do you think of the, the site? Um, you know, I I think Jeff said it well and Ben did too. You know, I'm not sure it's realistic to say that the moment they flip the Sonoma switch, that everything has feature parity, but getting it up to up to feature parity as quickly as possible is is a good thing, and it's sort of what you would expect from Apple, because you don't want to be thinking about one feature set. Uh, excuse me, most people don't want to be thinking about one feature set here, one feature set there. They want parity across the across the board. Yeah. So I, I I love the idea that Apple seems to be leading iOS and iPad OS. Uh, they seem to be the first ones out, followed it by Mac OS, and then maybe you know with um with with the site, but it's yep. it's something that is an expectation. I think we should have. Yeah. Can I rant for a minute? Of course. Right Thank away. you. Uh, and Chuck, you, you you reminded me about this this problem that uh, well, that's triggering me to rant. Okay. So with iOS 17 and macOS Wine Country, we have the option of saying S Lady or Hey S Lady, right? Right. Yep. Either let us do it everywhere or don't let us do it until we can actually make it work everywhere. It is ridiculous that on my iPhone, I can say, S lady, do this, but on my HomePod, I can't still have to say, hey, S lady. And, uh, or if I'm using it on my Mac, I have to say, hey, S lady. If I put my AirPods in connected to my iPhone, I have to switch to, hey, S lady, because the only place it's working as just S lady is when you talk directly to your iPhone or your iPad. What the, why either give us the consistent uh, user experience or don't turn it on. Yeah. Well, forking shirt balls. You can change it to make it back to, Hey, so. Well, that's true. And, but still the point is Apple says, here's this thing you can do. Well, except here we're here, but if you do this, then you have to do, you have to switch to the other way. This is a user 
interface experience, not Fizzbin. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff, to argue the point just for the fun of it, is there anything in the no, I guess this is OS. So there's nothing in the chipset that would would prohibit the uh, the change, right? Yeah, it's just a software change. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. I, thank you for letting me rant. Always. A uh, couple more uh, stories here, both uh, app related. Uh, the first one is uh, uh, iPhone users now get even more browser options with uh, now Vivaldi is, is has been released for iOS and iPadOS. It was on the Mac for quite a while, but the wait's finally over. Uh, the Mac, the, for those who are using the Mac OS who adopted the uh, uh, Vivaldi as your desktop browser of choice, uh, the mobile version is now available. But why does this matter? It's flexibility. Um, Part of the problem with Safari is it demands you to do things Apple's way. And to that end, it's terribly capable of personalization and customization department where Vivaldi comes into play. I haven't spent a lot of time with Vivaldi, but uh, I'm, I'm liking the fact that there is a, um, uh, there, there is a, another choice because you know, you're down to the, the, all the no browsers we've all talked about. Uh, but uh, I'm glad to see that they really released this in uh, uh, on iOS and iPad OS. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on this, Jeff? Sorry, um, me? I'm sorry. Oh, Jeff, I'm sorry. Or, Go ahead. Jeff, yeah, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> no, I, I get it. It's so easy to to mix this yeah. up, Chuck. I mean, um, stunning looks, glasses, um, names that sound almost exactly the same. It's great wardrobe. Oh, wait, I'm describing <laughs> you, not me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I am so glad Vivaldi is finally on iOS. I like... I like people being able to have options for uh, their web browsers. At, well, for for all the apps that they they need to use, and Vivaldi is uh, is a good web browser. So bringing it to uh, to iOS, good. I wish it would have happened sooner, but I totally get that uh, coding uh, a browser for iOS is not the same as coding a browser for Mac or Windows. Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Um, Jeff said it all, you know, just choice preference. Uh, why do some people like, like, uh, opera? Why do some people use edge? Why do some people, you know, use, uh, let's see, what else is there out there? I guess, um, opera, well, Firefox, of course. Firefox. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of, Arc, yeah, there are a lot of choices. There. Um, I, I know I personally like to have certain things in one browser, um, mainly for work because that mm -hmm. browser has been logged in through the authentication. Right. And so that's where I want to open everything for work because it's, it goes through that security process, but then I have things I want to do outside of that for me. So I tend to have at least two browsers open on my system at any given moment. That's just the way I like it. Doesn't mean it's right. It also yeah. means you can have two sets of bookmarks and somebody's going to, I know there are going to be people that say, well, bookmark manager, or there are a dozen different ways to manage it. Yeah, absolutely. But I just, it's just sim as, as simple, if not simpler for me to say, okay, this stuff is going to be done in this browser. This stuff is going to be done in that browser. Yeah. Anything to add, Ben? Um, Not really. It's, it's just a great thing that there's more choice. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you already use the desktop browser. Mm -hmm. I, I like collecting browsers. So I've got my little folder on my <laughs> iPhone that has, you know, Firefox has uh, the private browsing version and I got Firefox yep. and I got 
you know, all, all the ones you get to, to have and, and get to see the, the, the experience and yeah, you pick which ones you like. So, yep. Uh, um, yep. Browsers are Dave's Pokemon. They are. That is, that's good. That's a good analogy. I like that. Along um, with iPods, cables, cables, Mac models, um, you know, yeah. see what else, uh, batteries, docking st- um, I have docking stations, docking stations. Here. Yes. He's got a lot of Pokemons drive closures. Yeah. All, all kinds of stuff here. I have a totally uh, off topic thing because apparently <laughs> I am totally out of control tonight. I just got a public safety alert on my iPhone and yes. I have my iPhone just in regular mute mode, not, not, uh, uh, D and D mode. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get any alert sounds with it. Yeah. Is that a new thing in iOS 17? I hope not. I hope not. Because I mean, like, there it is. There's my public safety alert. Yep. Hmm. And uh, and the only reason I know it came in is because I watched my screen light up, yeah. and and I saw the little alert triangle, and uh, weird. Yeah. No sound. <laughs> no. Yeah. Fifteen. It, Never mind. Never mind. That's right. Yeah, he's on uh, 13. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask if you would maybe bump the button, but you don't have a button to bump. No, I do. Cuz I I'm on a I'm on a 12 Pro or 12 Pro, that's right. And Yeah, but I but I meant the new button, Jeff, not the I mean, I know the Oh, right. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. 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 The um, the button that I don't think I'm going to like that much. <laughs> Last last uh, article here. Apple has released uh, new versions of iMovie and Clips, the Clips app uh, that updates for iPhone 15 Pro support. Uh, it delivered uh, those updates actually today as we record this. Um, and it does come with uh, some bug fixes, the, like I said, the 15 Pro support and Final Cut Pro for iPad support. Um, and iMovie 3.02 comes with support for the iPhone 15 Pro uh, log video recordings, which gives more flexibility and range for color grading and visual effects. Uh, so it also allows users to imp- import iMovie projects into Final Cut Pro uh, for iPad to get uh, access to it into its advanced features. Uh, so good to see they're keeping it going here. I I kind of forgot about Clips. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know Clips is a good quickie way of doing a video edit. Uh, do you have you use Clips still, Ben? Uh, the biggest news here is that Clips uh, still exists. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was just waiting yeah, for you it, to say that. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things that it was fun to play with, play with when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But since it's kind of, it got kind of boring real quick. But we're not the market for that app. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you so know that it's 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 yeah, it's the novice who likes to who wants to play and but the thing is a lot of these novices don't even know about it. So <laughs> well, there must be enough people who know about it and are using it that it warrants getting updates still because yeah. Apple is ruthless about axing stuff. True. So uh so all I can figure is that there is a large enough subset of users that are taking advantage of clips and probably using it to uh, generate content for their their social media uh, accounts, like yeah. popping stuff up on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, Jeff, I was thinking exactly that. And the other thing too, though, is it's it's one more entree into video, as opposed yeah. to you know trying to figure out what you know. It's it's a, it could be a fun little thing as opposed to 
pulling out the the phone and setting up the video mode and trying to f- figure out what you're going to do. It's yeah. just, you know, do this, do this, and this is what you get. And mm-hmm. I think that holds a lot of appeal for folks who just want to play with it. And I, you know, I, I know that I know kids are a lot more sophisticated at a much earlier age now, but still what I see kids doing with video is amazing. They got to start somewhere. Clips would be a logical place for them to start. And it's free. And it's this free. is true. So was I'm so was I moved for that fact. Yeah, and, and it's okay that for us, it was the thing we tried out and quickly got bored with. We're not the people that are going to be using it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the topics this week. Uh, first off, let's start about with iOS 17. We reported last week, uh, as uh, re- uh, last week's show, that the iOS 17.0.1 was released uh, for the iPhone. And it was a, a big zero-day uh, vulnerability that had to be patched, so it was super important you got that installed. But uh, then there was the problem with uh, the iPhone 15 uh, that it had uh, the problem with uh, being able to, to download files between your old to your new using the, you know, using the copy from your device method and was crashing iPhone 15. So they had some happy people. So they got this patched pretty quickly and it was uh, 17.0.2. Well, this week, now they've, they've now made it 17.0.2 available for all iPhones that are running iOS 17. So be sure you go and update that, keep it current. Those, those, there should be some security updates in there as well. And then that, uh, and please uh, go ahead and get that up to date. Uh, no excuse there. We got, you, you got to keep it protected. So that's definitely with these very, very serious vulnerabilities. Uh, quickly go through beta here. Beta is, uh, not even a week after, uh, iOS 17 came out. There's now iOS 17.1 beta one. And, uh, they seeded it uh, to developers, and then the next day they seeded it out to the public beta. So it's available pretty much to every, everything here. Um, uh, not much known of what has been released. Uh, there's not included as course is the, the journal app, which they're still waiting for the collaborative music playlists and the option to be able to do airdrop transfers over the internet and the ability to use stickers in a tap back reaction in the messages app. So there's a couple minor changes. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely going to be adding some of the features. That's why they kind of do these betas so we can get some of those features that we're missing here. So don't, 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 uh, so, uh, don't check that out because uh, you don't want to put it on your primary device. Okay. You got to have, yeah. Got to have right. Now do not be me. Do not be me. I'm going to admit something here in a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Chuck, what's that look for? <laughs> you, you just gave me a look. I, no, I just because he hates just, talking I, about beta. I, I know. I, I, you're, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. I really missed hanging out with all of you. Okay. Well, you're here. So <laughs> I, I've seen lots of comments online about can't believe yeah. that Apple's already having to drop a beta of I was 17.1 because I was 17.0 and then 0.01, 0.02 were just released. Come on, oh. people. Seriously. Apple has been testing internally 17.1 for a while now. Absolutely. They they did a feature freeze and then a, and then a code freeze on iOS right. 17.0 a long time ago. Yep. So the fact that we're getting the, this uh 0.1 beta now is no surprise at all. So don't get your panties in a bunch, kid. Kids. <laughs> this, this is totally normal stuff. Yeah. Well, the other thing was watch OS uh 
everybody's anxious to get, I know it is in the accessibility uh, feature to get the, the double tap for adjusters um, on the Apple watch. So I uh, watch OS 10.1 was released and I got anxious and I, I installed it. Can you believe it? Oh my it's, God. It's, it's on this watch right now, but it's still not ready. Cause it, it, I, at least I don't know if you've tried it, Ben, uh, that uh, it, I, they have not put it in this, this beta version just yet. But that's well, this I version. Don't have a compatible watch. Oh, that's right. I forgot you don't. So, um, but so yeah, wait, I, this, this wasn't available on day one. No, it wasn't. I, I as we talked about to. last week, you know. So, oh yeah, when <laughs> when uh, when I wasn't able to be here when I yeah okay yeah. yes it no, was that's it was okay the, that's fair it was it was it was it was, uh, it was um it was talked about that uh, they thought they knew seven the watch OS ten point one was coming it had come out yeah it was a rumor. And uh, saying that this is that version is going to be the one that will finally add the uh, uh, the double tap to uh, the, the gestures and answering the phone like like Apple showed, but I installed it and it still doesn't work. So uh, but we'll see what happens. I'll move uh, on from that. Go ahead. No, no, wait, wait. I have I have a beta comment. Believe it or not. Okay. What? Okay. Where's the real what? joke? Joiner? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, seriously. I, I do get a little bit burned out on the constant coverage of the betas because I just, I, I question, you know, is this just all clickbait or something else to stick in the RSS feed for a lot of these sites? Yeah. That's that, that said, though, I think it's fantastic that all these betas are coming out, that Apple is working so diligently on all right. these things and then exposing the, whatever, it, whether it's features or fixes or whatever to developers so they can then take advantage of them or implement them or work around them or whatever they need to do. So as much as I I've gained a reputation for, you know, protesting better discussion, I think it's great that that Apple does it for the people that really need it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um cu- couple notable things that are that are added to this beta is you can now be allowed to do name drop on an Apple Watch. So if you, if you do name drop, it'll go to right to the Apple watch that wasn't available before. Um, the, uh, the ringtones and text tones going to have 20 more available that were added since, uh, in UK, the UK banks balances are going to be in the, in the wallet app. So there are us, though you, you look UK listeners, uh, and, and viewers, uh, uh, in the app, in the wallet, in the wallet app, it's going to allow you to be able to see your account balances, payments, purchases, and deposits, which is kind of cool. That's not available in the U S now they say that uh, the dynamic island, the flashlight indicator, is now going to be in there. Strangely enough, I have not updated the phone. I still have. I'm, I'm on iOS uh, 17.0.2, <laughs> and the flashlight. You know, when you go, when you turn it on, is is in dynamic island. And you and I love it because you can tap it to turn it off without having to go back and turn it off. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was just a little indicator that let you know the flashlight was was on. Which to me, the flashlight being on would be the indicator. Which would be this that you, everybody sees, right? <laughs> but but if it's if it's more like, hey, here's a little flashlight button that's right up here, so that you yeah. don't have to open Control Center. Okay, that's different and that's cool. See, right there. Mm. It's not as okay. I'm showing it and you just go tap it and it goes off. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. But, but that strangely is nice. it's, it is in 17.0.2. So I don't know why we think that it's in 17.1, but, uh, stranger things have happened. Uh, so, uh, uh, and then, uh, TVOS 17.1's out. We'll talk much about that. Um, 
in 17.1, they also mentioned that the battery health features uh, that are that are going to be in all four of the iPhone 15 models, uh, which is in the settings app, which allows you to be able to view the battery cycle count as well as being strictly limiting the charging beyond 80%. Those are two of the features that are out there, and uh, they were they, they they were hoping that uh, it was going to be um, released uh, to all models, but apparently not. It's only going to be on the so far on the 15 series, mm-hmm. so that that should be out soon. I'm, I'm glad to see more uh, more availability with uh, the looking at your battery. Since I didn't know, we'll, we'll talk about the battery and everything on the 15 here in just a minute, but. Um, so yeah, that was interesting to see where where that was. Uh, so, but we will move on from beta, and uh, let's go on and talk about the iPhone 15, uh, the 15 Pro Max. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, my I I of course have it, uh, and as well as Chuck Chuck has it, and uh, mm-hmm. I want we, uh, I thought uh, the listeners would get, get enjoy hearing. It's been about six days since we've both had had it, and. Uh, I I like to get give our reviews and uh, see what our experiences have been so far. Uh, what, uh, Chuck, I'll start with you. What what uh, what's stand out so far for you? Are you are you happy with what what Apple's done from the fourteen to the to the fifteen? Because it obviously it's not a big jump for for, for most people. But yeah, um, Dave, it's 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 a little bit tough at times because we get the new OS and then you get the new phone right on top of it, and right. so you kind of confuse which are phone features or capabilities and which are new iOS capabilities. That said, um, I've had a really good experience with this. Uh, The the migration was seamless. It is noticeably noticeably lighter in my pocket. Mm. Uh, There's, there's no question about it um, that, Mm. you know, and and I Mm -hmm. have all, I mean, a similar case on both the old, as let me try that again i have a similar case on the new one as i could on as was what was on the old same same manufacturer same model and everything um and it is noticeably uh because i i had an occasion to wear dress pants earlier this week to an event and my well yeah um and my uh you know my old phone always felt like it was just weighing down the one pocket where it was and this one not nearly as much in fact i i don't think about it anymore Mm -hmm. um so you know there's there's that part um you know it's you always wonder if it's confirmation bias it feels like it's a little bit faster just it feels a little crisper um, as far as the interface goes the 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 camera I haven't done serious tests with it because we've had rain here all week, but yeah. I'm looking forward to really getting out and seeing the, what the 5X Zoom can do. But oh, the yeah. few tests I've done, like out the front door or whatever, have been you know terrific. Um, I, I I really love the 5X Zoom, and I've been surprised at how crisp. Even even though I'm holding it at 5X Zoom, I'm getting good crisp shots. Yeah, nice. so me too. You know, I've. I, I have nothing but good things. I, one thing I will address, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead here on the show notes, but um, there have been discussions about some of these getting hot. Um, yes. Mine has gotten warm a couple times, but it also, now that we're toward the end of the of the first week, I don't feel like it's getting A, as hot, or B, as hot as often. So I think it's probably finished maybe indexing my photos, doing whatever all that maintenance is that has to be done behind the scenes. Um, you know, give me another couple of weeks and I'll report back on that. But 
yeah, this has just been uh, it, it's been a seamless transition. It the, the so, some of the other things that I'm really enjoying about the new phone are attributable to the new OS, and yep. that's not what you ask about. So we'll leave that alone. No, I have um, a question for both of you, yeah. since both of you have uh, Pro Max. Um, how smooth is the transition between the glass on the back and the middle frame? And and I'm asking because I've been seeing reports, and I and I do actually know someone who uh, who says that the, the glass sits a little bit lower on their phone, so they have this really sharp edge on the metal uh, on the back of the phone where where the the metal frame and the uh, the glass come together, where it should be just like this perfectly smooth transition instead i haven't noticed it how about you joe no i I mean to be fair mine's in the case and it is being used right now as a camera so i can't look at it but um when i was something you probably would have noticed immediately yeah because people are saying it it is so obvious and uncomfortable when you pick up the phone and you have this ridiculously sharp edge that that you feel didn't have that at all i have a camera here are you talking about down at the bottom of the phone here all the way around the phone. So oh, no. this is nice and smooth. I mean, for, yeah, so, my phone is... uh, don't, don't rub the edges there. Run your, do, do, do it like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is smooth and perfect. Yeah. So perfectly smooth right here at that edge. Right. No issues yep. here. Okay. So neither of you are having to deal with the, uh, with what appears to be a manufacturing issue as opposed to a design issue. Yeah. Of course, I've seen these crazy people already doing the drop tests and, you know, dropping it from 16 feet and you know, the YouTubers are back doing that silly stuff again. Um, yeah, of course, the back's going to crack and shatter. Let's see how many times we right. can drop it before it shatters. But the back, <laughs> yeah, the, the back, I think, shattered pretty quickly, but and then it took a little longer for the glass. But, you know, just like I said, of course, you're going to drop it down on the edges or way you ever, however you drop it. You don't don't drop it for crying out loud. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's drop you on your head and see how many times it takes before you break. <laughs> just just to get to just get to just get just so you can get a million two million uh, viewers on YouTube. Um, so, uh, before you move on, Dave, just yeah. real quick, Jeff, uh, well, Dave, I know you have a blue phone. I've yeah. got the black one, right. Jeff, it might be interesting to have your, your friend tell you which color they got, whether the, right. whether that has, oh, yeah, I'll find out mm-hmm. uh, that I, I can speak for the black, uh, Dave can speak for the blue. We don't see a problem yeah. with ours. But... And maybe he has the natural or, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly don't know. I'll find out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, a couple other things that are notable. I mean, yeah, we just talked about it a little bit, a little bit ago is the action button. I really want to jump and explore this even further. I don't know how much you've done so far on it, uh, Chuck, but, uh, I love the fact you just go right into settings and, uh, go and scroll down and then you have the choice that says action button. And I mean, I'm showing it on camera here. The animation is just phenomenal. I mean, being able to flip through and choose the type of action you want, as well as, uh, shortcuts. You can actually put in here the the shortcuts, uh, and I know I I know that I saw somebody that actually set it so it uh, has a sh- when you tap it you could bring a shortcuts menu up at the top and then and then when you push the action button to choose things you want. Um, I want to explore that a little further. I haven't yet. I know uh, I I've seen another number of other sites have done it. So, but I'm liking the That's way that cool. how customization is on here and. Right now, I've I've kept it the way it's always been. Is the silent mode where you can push it to silence it, and then the button's not that bad to push. People were kind of complaining, "Oh my God, it's not recessed." And 
toggle switch, which we've been so used to for, you know, 14 prior models. So um, it isn't a big deal to me. What, what, have you used that action button at all? What do you think, Joe? I, I have not. I mean, I, I, I will ex explore at some point the, the options of doing something with it. Um, yep. I believe it was Federico Vitici today just uh, put out what, yeah. yeah something with a double with a uh, what was a, a double tap or multi tap or something but mm -hmm. yeah um, it, there's a app someone made and yep. for, for that, all I know it's Federico yep. that lets you do uh, multiple taps with the action button instead of having just a single action assigned. Yeah. 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 So I want to, I do want to look at that, but you know, my first thing was, okay, how easy is, is it to tell if it's muted or not muted? And okay. Yeah. You can't quite do it, but you can't do it by touch anymore, but it's just not that big a deal. Yeah. So, and, and, and I, and see, for I, me, I, feel I have like, to disagree with that part because being able to feel that toggle switch and know the status yeah. of the phone, whether it's mute or not, that's that's something that I use all day, every day. And um, yeah, Jeff, I, I I don't disagree with that part, but it feels like this is this is just one more place that water can't get in, lint can't get in in your pocket. You know, it feels like this may be. Uh, I, I guess I, I don't know, maybe I'm just easy, I'm easily adapting to it. Because I, yeah. I always enjoyed the fact that I could reach down there and feel it, or like right now I could reach up there and you know right. and and flip it and know that it's one way or the other. I can't right. do that. Well, yeah. one thing I'll tell you, uh, Jeff, is it does mm -hmm. have the tapic feedback. You hold it once, and then I don't know if you see it on the top there, and you hold it twice, it it brings it to ring and not ring, and it, it goes and it really it tap it it tap it's got the tapic uh, vibration when you push that button. So um, it's a so it's a specific vibration that lets you know when it's on mute and when it's not. Right. So when you, when the ringer is on, it's one little vibration, and when the ringer is off, it's two. It was that that that? Okay. Well, all right. And I didn't know about that, so yep. maybe I should uh, not get on my soapbox about the switch oh. change until I've had a chance to try it myself. Okay. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty sure that because of the way i i use my phone i will never assign yeah. anything to the action button it will always be a, a mute switch yeah and you could put the mute switch as one of the shortcuts i believe there's going to be a way to, to customize that again i haven't looked at it so i'm not gonna don't hold me to that but um yeah. that might be availability the the titanium i think like we talked about is the lightness of it i, I think it's really well built i really like the design uh compared to the and I still have the, the I have the iPhone 14's box. I haven't sent it back yet, but uh, it uh, it 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 does feel different. And I, you know, you put the two wow, together. The blue I, is so different on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean this this is this was the purple actually that the old. Oh 14. no wonder I was I was going to say yeah. that almost <laughs> looks purple. Yeah. So the 14 and yeah. the four and the and the 15. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm starting now. I feel it. I I maybe it's just because we we're, we're we're thinking about the. Uh, the weight of it, uh, the fact that uh, uh, I feel the 14 is a little, little bit heavier than the than the 15 is. So um, I find that to be interesting. Uh, the few, the, the day or two I get to compare before they have to send it back. So um, the other thing too, which I found to be interesting, we talked about this uh, as we got the, the feature announcements, is the fact that the 14 Pro uh, Max is the only one that has the Wi-Fi 6E. Um, 
the 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 pro has the six wi-fi six standard uh, of course seven's coming so <laughs> i mean i think most people aren't going to care about this uh because you know i think a lot most people a lot of people don't have a, a, a wi-fi six standard uh, uh, router these days or they probably have at least six not six e uh but then now now that seven's coming they're probably going to wait anyway so um so not a big huge uh big huge deal when it comes to that uh but uh i think uh i, I just think this is something notable but i do notice this that there's improvements in speed with the wi-fi including the fact that the uh the, the iphone uh pros 15 pros modem has been reportedly um about a 24% increase. I have an article in show notes here and I didn't even think about that, but then I, I did, I did, uh, I did kind of notice that speeds were, te- were tended to be a, a little more improved when it comes to speed with the modem when you're using on your carrier. Uh, and they did say the t- test showed that, uh, they suspected that, uh, it might have noticed a better power consumption, the carrier aggregation and the ability to maintain mm. signal at long distances. So, uh, so there are some improvements there that I've seen, um, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to that. So I think that's, uh, that's cool to see that they've improved upon the cellular, uh, you know, the cellular data speed. You know, when it yeah. Comes to the, uh, the X 70 is a much improved modem compared to the X 60. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, briefly, I'll talk about the, the camera, uh, and I'll talk, do you have, did you have a thought, Chuck? No, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll take it after you do the camera. Okay. Uh, I'm very impressed with the, with the zoom. Uh, and like Shaq said, I haven't had a ton of time to do it. Uh, a couple things I noted, I know, I noted was, uh, the fact that when you tap the zoom and I'm showing on camera here, and maybe it just popped off, but, um, you got the, you got the spin dial here. So you can spin the zoom with a dial and uh, which I think is kind of cool. Is that, uh, is that the only way you do the, no, the... You, can, you, you can just, you could go to five and then you just, you, you just pinch the zoom. Uh, but I, the dial is kind of a neat thing that you can, be kind of granular with it i'm not sure if it if that's available on the on the older models i haven't tried it oh yeah that that's a thing that's been around for a while okay well i just had just noticed it but but But, uh, the the 5x is pretty insane i'm looking at it really close in front of me here and wow the detail is just just incredible so and there'll be more at the times we'll 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 give some more reviews once we've used the camera for a while and give you uh reports back you said chuck you haven't really used the camera much right no, I mean, I, I really want to test it out in favorable yeah, me too. picture conditions. And we just, the weather has not been such, but what yeah. I've done with it, I've really, really have been impressed. Yeah, hey, Dave, I have a hypothesis, please, um, that I, that I want to share. Um, I've known about the, the dial for Zoom for a long time. You just learned about it. You use your iPhone all the time and and I'm assuming you zoom on a regular basis. The mm-hmm. fact that this is the first time you're seeing it, yeah. I I am now questioning if Apple changed something with uh, the sensitivity or the time needed to bring up that dial so that it's more obvious that it's a feature. Yeah, I don't know, because I didn't really notice it being that easy to, because to, I'm even using the wide angle and zooming it all the way down to... 25x and uh my god 25x is still very clear which is amazing uh so so yeah i wasn't i i I, you're right i wasn't really aware of it i always would just be used to push whatever zoom choice with button was and i would just and then it would just never change it was just i would i would pinch pinch the zoom Mm -hmm. um but a lot of those features are still 
available on all the phones that have iOS that can take iOS 17. Just obviously, you just don't have a three or five X uh, capability. Yeah. Anymore, so, um, other th- thing, did you did you want to add something, Jack? Before I move on to this last topic on the. Um, yeah, well, let me just throw in two things, and I think the one may be a transition to your next topic. Um, the first one is, if I, this is going to be sacrilege to photographers, and I know that, so please, folks, no emails. Um, the, the, we are talking a 5X optical zoom because of some of the trickery Apple's been able to accomplish. Everyone in, in the traditional world has always told you, stay away from digital zoom, but play with it a little bit. And mm-hmm. s- depending on what your needs are, you can they the the computational photography in this phone is just amazing and so you may be able to go out farther a lot farther with a digital zoom excuse me um and still get acceptable results for your purpose so don't discount that quite as in fact don't discount it on on a regular camera but because of the computational photography capabilities don't discount it here um, the, the biggest challenge you will have when you start getting out beyond five, six, maybe seven is being able to hold it still. And that's going to be with any camera, even an optical uh, with an optical lens. So yeah. I just I did want to throw that in. But Dave, the one thing neither one of us have, have touched on, and I think this is this is the next article here, mm-hmm. um, is that the USB-C transition. Yep. Um, it has not been a big deal, mainly because mm. I ordered uh, I think five or six cables before I got my phone. And one. so the biggest trick is just remembering all the places. Um, because in fact, one of the, one of the first shows I did after I got my new phone, I reached up, pulled the lightning cable over and it's like, why won't this go in? And they're like, Oh, yeah. that's right. I didn't switch this cable out, mm-hmm. switch, the, switch the cables out and just, just, okay. <laughs> so it's a transition, suck it up by those new cables, put the lightning ones in the drawer for something else. And yeah, you're not going to have to worry about it. Yeah, no, I and agree. the good news, yeah, the good news, those cables all already exist. Yes, yes. I yes. mean, literally, that port number one. You have super fast uh, speeds if you're doing uh, photography or videography with that phone. Uh, you can use that port to uh, use as a. Uh, send directly to an external drive yep uh if you if you don't have an apple tv you can use a hdmi or a USB-C to hdmi cable control the thing with your your wrist and uh if you if you partake in gaming yeah you can put it right next to the tv have your controller on your couch and you're using your iPhone as a game console. Uh, yep. That is a huge win for bo- both pr- productivity and play from previous mm-hmm. iPhones. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, we have an article in the show notes that goes through a lot of this stuff. The charging and the reverse charging. I've charged my Apple Watch a couple times now, plugging it right into the iPhone. And that's such a convenient thing. Same thing with the uh, the AirPods Pro. Uh, they um, They can be charged too. Just by using the cable, but using the USB-C on one end, um, that's what reverse charging will do. And then, like you mentioned, you can connect it directly to an iPad, a Mac, or a PC for that matter, and uh, mm-hmm. definitely get some uh, quick uh, 
quick connections. And you mentioned the, the connection to the TVs as, as well as audio devices, and there's many other devices. So, so this this port has really become hugely more flexible uh, than it has been in the past with, because of the limitations of lightning and, and the speeds. Mm-hmm. I mentioned p- p- past shows that I bought uh, a 40 gigabit speeds cable and uh, 240 Oh, I think it's 240 watt, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, you can use that to, to for charging as well as data transfer, and you'll get incredible fast speeds of transferring data. Mm-hmm. Uh, photographers, professionals like that are going to may want to do that, just have an external drive plug right into it. Or you can, in fact, Matt Matter, you can hook it right to your Mac and have them right ready to go on your Mac to start editing. So um, so I, I think uh, that really kind of stands out, some some improvements here. So um Anything else you guys want to add, or Chuck? Do you have any other th- uh, thoughts on the iPhone? Uh, um, I'm going to throw uh, one more comment on the cables in because we all, and, and I'm the first one to admit that I'm right there. We all get hung up on we want the fastest charging, we want the fastest data transfer, right. and so we're buying the high level cables. And you may not need any of that. You okay. may just need something that reliably charges it and reliably will transfer data across. So yep. you know, by all means. What, Jeff? Or what, Ben? And Apple included in the box. Right. Yeah. And and that may be all you need. So, you know, yes, listen to us if you're out there on that edge and, and or looking for that performance. But if you don't need it, save your money. No. Buy a fine one with case. No, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. So um, with that, I wanted to do a review. I've got the uh, first set of cases I have I wanted to review uh, this week. Uh, this is from a, a brand called Catalyst. I'm sure most of us are familiar oh, with yeah. Catalyst brand. Yeah. They make some great, great cases. Great case maker. Yeah, they're super great case makers. That, that I've got the uh, the Influence, which is a MagSafe. Um, uh, comes in various different colors. Uh, I have it on camera here. This one is a blue one, which I think looks really nice. Interesting, Ooh. interesting. They do come with a a wrist strap, which I have not seen that before on cases. And it's it's got it's got. If you really want to have a wrist strap on your case, I don't, I will never use it, but um, you can put it on each corner has a an, has an eyelet that you can you could put it into. So whichever corner you wanted to use it in uh, is is fine. It is MagSafe. Um, the one here I'm also showing is the clear one. And you know what? I'm I I, I was using the spec that was the more clear one than this. This is more of the uh, misty color white. Uh, clear and uh, I don't mind it too much. It, it is it is kind of nicely built. Uh, it's well, very rugged. Um, it's rated for um, uh, 2.5 x higher drop protection. Uh, and also, and I, I agree, I had noticed this too. It does have 30% louder sound with a unique auto for uh, a unique forward audio in the in the base of the case. So I did notice oh, that all of a sudden that the sound did seem a little louder than normal. So they they really boosted that. Um, and, uh, again, it, it's a fingerprint free case, which is nice because some of those other cases, uh, it, this, I think this material will kind of, uh, will kind of do it. I'm going to try a couple other cases and see, I, this, this could be my daily driver, uh, for, for this year. So we'll see how, I like it, goes. how it looks. But, yeah. And again, that's the, on camera, I got the, the blue and the, what, and the clear, clear white mag safe, which is great. Wireless charging compatible, like I said, uh, it does work with screen protectors, so it will, it'll those will fit nicely on there if you use screen protector. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a great case. It's on pre-order right now. Uh, I've got a link in the show notes here. It's about fifty nine ninety nine, so it's a little it's a little higher price on a case, but you know, for the rugged the way how rugged it's built, I think it's uh, something uh, worth uh, taking a look at because uh, it it's uh, 
definitely a, a really nice case. So check that out. We got that link in the show notes and you can take a look. Any other guys comments on case? I haven't uh, seen a catalyst case that wasn't of the highest quality. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I really think it's, uh, it, it's, it's something that uh, you definitely uh, would, uh, would like, um, and, uh, and check it out. So, yeah. um, that said, as far as, as far as cases go, mm-hmm. um, I think ESR is just as good and half the price. Yeah. I would, I would, I would tend to, believe, I would tend to agree with that. Um, expect some more reviews of cases. We'll check them out. And, uh, I might even get an ESR case and just to, just to try it and to see, uh, cause it is not that terribly expensive worth, uh, worth the sacrifice of a little cash to, to, to try it out and see what kind of, what kind of result we get from it here. So, um, and, uh, that's, that's another, that's another one of your Pokemons. Yeah. So, I, I don't have, a, well, <laughs> I do have a few Gotta cases. Catch them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of having a gym, you have an Apple store. Well, I don't know if I don't go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> it also, you know, it might be also worth saying a get a case, folks. I mean, no matter yeah. what what it is, get a case yeah. and protect your investment. Even if it's just from cosmetic damage, protect your investment. Yeah. I, I keep saying uh the reason I always get maximum uh what do you call it? Uh, Trade in. Uh, thanks, thanks, Jeff. Uh, maximum trade value from my iPhones is because I put them in a case and don't yeah. treat them like crap. Oh, I mean, I'm just looking at my 14 Pro Max. That's about to go away. This thing is a mint. Whoever's going to get this ca- well, phone is going to be pretty happy. It's almost in mint condition. Same, same way. Case and and I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but screen protector. Because mm-hmm. when when I go to send my old one in, the case comes off, the screen protector comes off, and like Dave said, it's it's pristine. Yep. All right, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. I I uh, <laughs> okay okay Steve. I, I uh, decided to get the AirPods Pro USB C. Uh, that's what I'm using right now. As I as I <laughs> of talk. course you did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I got I got some nice uh, perks to to reduce the price, so let's put it that way. So, and and I'm gonna sell the old one, so I'll I'll come out ahead here, so it's not a big deal. But I'll make a first comment. Uh, again, of course, the USB C is not a huge deal, and it's not a deal breaker if you already have the uh, um, if you already have a, a Lightning version of it. But I have to tell you that I've noticed some huge differences in the quality of the sound. I was always having challenges with the crackling all the time and, 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 and disconnecting and, and lots of other things throughout this show today. And it's been like this the last few times I've used my AirPods Pro to the new with USB. They've been flawless. So I don't know so what Apple did, but j- it, just just to be clear, mm-hmm. um, this is comparing AirPods Pro 2 Lightning, Lightning to, th- to AirPods Pro 2 USB-C. Yes. Yeah. You, you have a, a sound improvement, audio improvement. I I think my personal ex- this was my personal experience that uh, it uh, it it I finding that the sound is improved. Um, wow! And the navigation is improved. Um, uh, like I said, I always you guys see me doing it all the time that when I'm pushing my AirPods in when I'm on the show that that uh, it it that's what what's happening is it's crackling and and sometimes it cuts mm-hmm. in and out 
it hasn't happened once during the show today. And, and we're near the end of the show here. Yeah. So, um, so I'm do, I do see some, um, um, some improvements, uh, with the sound as well. I mean, even I've been using it for watching it on the Apple TV and watching shows, uh, just watched the morning show last night and, uh, it was, it was, the sound was great. Um, so not everybody's been saying that in all the reviews and I don't think anybody's really reviewed them because there's so many people out there that have the lightning version are probably not as crazy as I am that I, that go and buy another pair. But, um, I, I, I'm just, I wanted to make sure I did the, did a, a little brief review of, uh, of this version. So again, it's, I think I, I'm got a good experience. So. Honestly, they should have called this, uh, called them the iPod Pro 3. Or I think so. I, I, I would agree with you that because just based on my experience. Um, that I think I, if they had done that, people would have complained because they, there's they, not they really enough work. of a different. Well, people will complain regardless. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, how, how do you name that product to to distinguish it enough from what it's replacing and uh and set an expectation that it's not that different from what you're what you had before yeah oh no, i mean if you compare the two i mean yeah there's i mean i got of course at my fingertips here uh the the, the, of course. the two there there's no difference between these two at all <laughs> i mean you look at them and you would never know i mean it just it's it's kind of like the Apple watch. You kind of wouldn't even know I have a series nine, but if you had a, my series seven, I look at it, you have to look at it pretty closely to really know there's a, a huge difference with this, but, uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm convinced I could be crazy, but uh, it was my experience that, uh, these, these, I've had them since, uh, this whole week. So I've been using them. So, uh, I'm, I'm interesting to see. I'm going to check if anybody else has been saying the same thing. And we'll, well, I guess we can go, we can see, we can go from there. Right. It's an interesting choice that Apple makes about uh, keeping some of the designs. So, yeah. so consistent across generations so that you almost can't or can't really tell what the difference is. I mean, the upside is that a lot of stuff remains compatible with it. Um, the downside is that, you know, for the people that are really egotistical and say, want to say, I've got the latest and greatest, you know, they can't, they can't, they have to announce it. They can't just display it. I mean, cause you remember which, which watch was it that the only difference was there was a little red band around the, the, uh, the crown. Oh yeah. That's when they added in the, um, the, the cellular, the, well, okay. So. When you got the red band on the crown, that meant you had the cellular version of the Apple Watch that had the EKG feature built in. The the non-cellular, uh, so the Wi-Fi only model, right. the the face of the crown was red all the way across. Right, and they don't do that anymore. Oh. Yeah, how funny! Yeah, so it's, I didn't it, even notice. It's just, yeah, it's, exactly. I mean, that's it. So it's just interesting that it's it's a choice they make. And I think overall it's a good choice uh, because it, it means that unlike the cable thing that we just talked about where, okay, this is a major transition, buy the cable, suck it up and move on. Um, you're not having to do that every time. The iPhones, yeah, it seems like we have to get a case, a new case every year, Damn but usually there's a, there's a pretty good reason for it. 
Um, and it may be just a little bit of a redesign with the batteries. I don't know. This one seems to be, am I right about this? Is this one a little thinner or a little thicker? But it's still it's still lighter. So it just it feels like there's there's some it's not quite just random to say, oh, we're gonna make a different size case this time around. Right. Or a different size phone, excuse me. Absolutely. Well, there you have it. You got a nice one more thing and we can uh, I'll go on that note to the wrap up for this week. Uh, how's, how we how we do for that here? So, uh, so with that, that is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Mastodon, which is in touch with iOS. Uh, support the show by buying me a coffee at intouchwithios.com/slash/coffee. We would really appreciate it. Uh, you can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash in touch with iOS. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe when you are notified. So you're notified when you're watching our live stream on YouTube, which is usually, which is on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel. Hi, guy. Good to see you in the, show, the chat tonight. YouTube.com slash in touch with iOS, where you can watch current and past live streams as well as listen to past shows. Uh, visit In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discuss are flipped into that magazine. The link is in our show notes. You can subscribe to our show in your favorite podcatcher, including Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But better yet, just go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg. You can find me on Mastodon at DaveG65 on Mastodon Cloud. And Chuck Joyner, thank you again for being here this week. It was always a pleasure to have you. Where can people find you? Uh, MacVoices.com. That's where you'll find um, everything and everybody I'm talking to. Um, we try to vary the shows a little bit and the topics a little bit uh, to make sure that you get more information, new information. Maybe we even make you think a little bit. What a concept. Um, we do uh, Mac Voices Live Tuesday nights, 8 p.m., 5 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, at youtube.com slash TV. These three gentlemen are regulars, and mm-hmm. we have a great time. Uh, and do. again, we we agree, we disagree, we argue, we laugh, and you should be there. That's all I'll tell yes. you. Absolutely. Lastly, on pretty much all the socials, even some that you probably haven't even heard of yet, mm-hmm. I'm at Chuck Joyner. Thanks for having me two weeks in a row, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And uh, Ben Rathick, thank you for being here as always. We really appreciate it. Where can people find you and your Bears uh, logo there? Yep. I, I have no shame. Yeah. Uh, but no, you can no, find I me have at- no shame, and I've got the photos to prove it. Wait, that I was out not. loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can Actually, find me. We have we still have the photos to prove it. Okay, that's yeah. I think they're on the internet. I'm sorry, okay. Ben. We keep talking. Yeah, over sorry, you. Ben. Yeah. Uh, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, at Ben Rithig on your social media of choice. Rithig.tech for my writings. On Tuesday nights, you can find me on uh, Ch- uh, Mac Voices with Chuck Joyner. Uh, Thursday mornings, you can find me on. Oh God, Jeff! <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. You're dead in the chat room. Uh, you can you can find me on the Big Show with it with Jeff Gamet. And Friday mornings, you can find me on the Mac Show, where all four of us plus the show notes will appear. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Last but certainly not least, Jeff Gamet, it's always great to have you here. Where can people find you? It, it's always great to be here. And, uh, and I'm still bummed I missed last week, but I'm feeling much better because I'm here with you now. Yeah, um, okay. So social media, Jay Gamut on uh, Mastodon and Instagram and, uh, and fair warning, um, um, Inktober starts wow. on October 1st. Right. So I'll be dropping uh, a, uh, a sketch out on my social media every single day in October because I do Inktober every year and, it, and it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so then shows. Um, uh, Chuck, you keep letting me come back on Mac Voices Live on Tuesdays. And uh, I'm amazed, yet uh, I, I also appreciate it. Dave, you keep letting me come back on here in touch with iOS on Thursdays. Amazed, yet I appreciate it. And then, let's see, uh, for the British Tech Network, Thursdays on the big show, then Fridays on the Mac show, and then Brian Chaffin and I record the Context Machine, and then periodically I end up on other shows too. And thanks. It's, Thank it's always so great to hang out. Yes, it sure is. And thank you. It's always great to hang out with everybody listening. We appreciate it and hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll talk to you again next time. 